Welcome to Emerge, the health podcast for busy, high-performing women. Each week, we feature interviews, information, and inspiration that will motivate you to transform from overwhelmed, overworked, and overweight to vibrant, energetic, and on fire. My name is Dr. Alex Swenson-Ridley, selfless syndrome expert, board-certified women's health coach, and alternative medicine practitioner, wife, mom, and entrepreneur. I specialize in health for busy and driven women. Listen weekly as I share the tools, perspective, and knowledge you need to lose weight, boost your energy, and fall in love with yourself so that you can serve the world with an even bigger impact. Hello, welcome back to Emerge, the health podcast for busy, high-performing women. I'm your host, Dr. Alex Swenson-Ridley. Today, I want to tackle a fun, but in a sarcastic way, conversation around overwhelm. Last week, I did a post on social media and specifically in our our free Facebook group, I got a lot of responses that um, got me to thinking that this is a topic that, you know, we need to dive into right now. And, And what I shared about was just, you know, that inevitable moment when what we have planned for our day does not go the way that we want it to or expect it to. And I have a couple, you know, examples and stories I'll share, you know, in this conversation, but I realized that, you know, several, several women chimed in and and commented, and I've seen this in my clients recently as well, and in my own life, because that's why I was posting about it, of just, you know, we're dealing with some level of overwhelm again, right? And in those moments when things don't go the way that we like are attached to them going or, you know, really want them to or need them to go to just maintain our sanity for that day all hell can break loose and it can be really bad and ugly. And, you know, I've been in the position of being irritable and flipping out at my kid and not being present or, you know, just like really, really frustrated by whatever's happening because it's holding me back from the things that matter to me and what I feel like I need to be doing. And I don't know how to get on the other side of that. Right. And I I know this is something that happens because I've talked to most of my clients recently about, you know, similar things. It's like, well, you know, I, I, here were my goals last week, but you know, then this and this and this happened. Like I'm fighting with my husband or I want to get divorced or, you know, work blew up and I had all this, this huge deadline to meet. And and then my kid had this happen and blah, blah, like, it's just like this laundry list of stuff. And the reality is, you know, for most of us, that's just life. That's how, how life goes. And inside of that, there are things that we have control over and there are things that we don't have control over. And the first story I wanted to share with you about this was, you know, I remember I've, I've come a long way in just learning how to manage and deal with overwhelm and structure my life in a way where it doesn't throw me like it used to. And so as, as this example, I was in my mid twenties, I was in chiropractic school. And when I was in school, I, you know, typical overachiever, right? high performing. So I was in, you know, full class schedule. I was training for a marathon. Our full class schedule was 31 credit hours plus clinic, um, a quarter. So not even a semester in a quarter. It was insane. We were at, like, I was literally at school from 7am to 7pm and sometimes later, even till midnight. And so that alone was nuts. Right. And then I, you know, I was training for marathons on top of that. I was the exec board member in several different clubs and would do things like organize leadership retreats and, you know, things a, a weekend away, run a communication club, run an adjusting club. Like, you know, I was the chief content editor of our school paper. So you get the picture. And I know many of you can relate to, cause you know, you're wired this way as well. That's who I'm speaking to here. All of us overachieving high performers. 
And I remember there was this one day, you know, I had even more going on. My dad had had a stroke. I, I was far away. You know, my family is in Vermont. I was in Georgia, Atlanta at the time where I was going to school. And so I was upset about that. I, you know, we were in the middle of exams. So we had like tons of studying to do. We would take eight tests in four days on like everything we'd learned in the last 10 weeks on our crazy schedule. And uh, we also had this big deadline coming up for one of the clubs that I was on the exec board for. And I had volunteered to make copies of flyers for club day to just hand out around campus and let people know that we had this retreat coming up. And I got to the FedEx Kinko's parking lot to make those copies. And I just burst into tears. I was with my boyfriend at the time and he was just like, oh my gosh, what the heck is going on? And I had just hit this point where the overwhelm was so high that the smallest additional thing became so hard and just set me off on this waterworks of like, I couldn't handle it. I couldn't handle anything. I couldn't go in and make the copies. I couldn't like function for several hours. I think we were in that parking lot for like an hour, getting me to just like calm down and be able to go do the next thing. And I, I've come a long way in hitting those points, but I, I caught in some of the comments that um, some women shared just when I, I shared, you know, what happened with me last week. And I'll, I'll get to that in a minute of, you know, a lot of us are still in those positions, right. And we have big stuff going on. It can be like, I have a lot of women really struggling in their relationships and their marriages right now. I I've been there as well. You know, a lot of women really struggling with work and not feeling fulfilled or, you know, realizing they don't want to be doing what they're doing and, but seeing no way out and where overwhelm really comes in is when we, we've just, we've piled so much on, we have so many commitments, we have so much responsibility, and we don't see any light at the end of the tunnel. We don't see where the, you know, where the fog is going to lift and and where everything's going to suddenly be okay, right? And one of the, you know, I used to always say, and I actually don't agree with this anymore. It's, you know, very common in the Christian world to say, well, God won't give you more than you can handle. And I actually believe that God actually gives us way more than we can handle because that's where breakthrough comes from. And that's where us being able to grow and push and, you know, find the, the, learn the things we need to learn and, and be able to move forward really comes from, but we have to be willing to do some work inside of there because we can stay stuck and spiraling having massive breakdowns in the parking lot of FedEx Kinko's or, you know, where, wherever that is yelling at our kids, like, burying our head in a pint of ice cream at the end of the day because you know we've been trying to lose weight but just screw it because today was hard and I just don't care anymore and I you know can't handle one more thing they can't actually put one more thing on your plate and I know how frustrating and hard and just disheartening all of that can be and so I want to give you some tangible things. I'm not going to lie to you and say like oh it's so easy to get rid of overwhelm. It's not. Like it it takes some courage on your part. It takes some really honest, like looking at and evaluating what you're committed to, the relationships you're in, like your job, it, 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 your, your family life, all of that. It, it really requires some evaluation and being willing to look at it in a way that might be confronting and might be scary, but also gives you the, to- the, the avenue to make a change and make a difference. And so, like I said, there's things that we can control and there's things that we can't control. And what inspired this, this post for me last week was, you know, my son at times really struggles emotionally. He's, 
he's had some some big things that I don't have control over happen to him in his life. His dad left and moved back to Minnesota. We live in Alaska. His dad moved back to Minnesota when he was three or just before he turned three. And that, you know, shook him in a way I wasn't expecting of a three-year-old, but he really had a hard time processing that. And then we had a dog that adopted our neighbors and he's really like just struggled to process that as well. And I think in my world where I kind of psychoanalyze everybody and everything, but you know, I, I believe the two things are connected, but in any case, you know, we just gotten back from visiting his dad again and he's been really sad and asking questions and things that I don't know how to answer. So we're getting into counseling and doing all that, but he just started having these huge emotional reactions to like the smallest things breakdown in tears. And one of those things that was a constant struggle, even before we went to see his, you know, visit his dad and he kind of hit this emotional rock bottom is what I would call it. He getting him to school was just a fight, a constant fight. And I have been like, I hate, I, I am not a great homeschool mom. I don't have time. I work like, how am I supposed to do this? 2020 was rough because of all of that. And we basically did nothing. And so I've been in this very like blinders on like, oh my gosh, I can't do this again. Like, no, we're not doing this. He has to go to school. And so we've been fighting and fighting and fighting. And every morning was a stress. And, uh, you know, it would throw my day off if he just really wouldn't go. And I would struggle with, do I force him? Do I like all this stuff? Right. And so this is just one example. Some of you might relate to this. Some of you may not. And maybe it's in a different relationship where you're experiencing some of this. But last week it was like, I woke up with this moment of clarity. Like, you know, I have no control over his emotions around his dad or our dog that left, or, you know, these big feelings he's struggling to to process. And the only thing I can really do to help him is just remove what stress I can. And the like next biggest stressor was going to school. He just wanted to homeschool. His best friend had just started homeschooling and, you know, he'd been begging me and like that'd been another huge fight. And so I just looked at, you know, there's, there's two parts of this I want to share. Like I looked at, you know, what's it going to look like for me to do this and, and what agreements do I need him to make with me so that we actually like do school this year. Right. And I can still work on, on my business and, you know, be here sharing with all of you and all that. And what would it cost us if I kept pushing him to go to school? And so I, I just had this moment of clarity, like I can do this. We can take this off of his plate. And he has been like his normal self ever since then, you know, we've, we've still got, there's moments of sadness and he still is a little extra fragile, but like it took such a load off and such a load off for me too, because it wasn't like I was waking up every weekday wondering like, is today going to be a day he goes to school or am I going to have to rework my whole schedule? Cause he's home, blah, 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 blah. And so there, you know, there's a couple of things I want to share with just my ability to be able to step into that and do that and make that decision for my kid, you know, inside of everything else I have going on. And I know like not all of us are in the position where we can just say, yep, I can stay home and homeschool my kid, you know, and not all of us are in the position where we'd want to, or maybe that's what we do. And that's awesome. But adding something else would be a challenge. And what I want you to just really think about in the context of your own life is, you know, the things that can, that feel overwhelming. When we start to get overwhelmed, it's often, I'm just going to throw this out there, but it's often because we've committed to things that maybe we aren't fully invested in, or that aren't the most important, or that we've placed too much value on, or that we really should have said no to in the first place. I've, I've, worked with several clients where it's like, let's work on the saying no, right? Like you don't need to do all this stuff. So there's a couple of things I want you to think about with this. You know, the first is what drives your decisions to commit to the things that you commit to? 
is it about? And, and I'll, I'll catch this in, you know, for a lot of us, it's a self-worth conversation and it's about, you know, some status we get from the thing. Like what drove me to be on like five exec boards and help run the school paper and train for a marathon and do school. Like, I'll be honest. I, I realized I was looking for self-worth and my identity and, you know, praise ultimately in the things that I was taking on and accomplishing because that's where I got my identity from. It's not really identity, but my, my value, like that's, that's how I perceived that I had value in the world. Right. And this can be really confronting to think about. So you want to take your time with this, but you know, how much of what you're doing is about trying to prove yourself in some way versus really actually serving and fulfilling like your purpose on the world and what's important to you. So that's the first thing is you really have to look at what you're committed to, what it says about your priorities. And you know, if that's really who you want to be. Number one, Number two is there are, there's always, even if it doesn't feel like it at the time, but there's always something that we have control over. We don't have control over other people as much as we want. We can't change them. And there are often circumstances and situations that we can't control a sick parent, a, you know, a marriage that's on the rocks, a kid who's having like massive meltdowns. There's, there's things that are outside of our control, but within that, there are things that we control is a figment of our imagination, but just for the sake of this conversation, there's things that we can do something about, right? Even if it feels like we can't, you know, we can let go of expectations around how our house looks. We can let go of maybe a, you know, a commitment or a kid's like something we're pushing our kids to do, or, you know, something we're pushing ourselves to do some volunteer thing. Like we, there are things that we can let go of and it will be Okay, I promise. And when you give yourself space to just free yourself up a little bit so that you're not just constantly in this realm of scramble. And even if you feel like you're listening to this and you're like, yeah, but Dr. Alex, like I literally have no control over anything here. You know, one of the comments on, on the post I did was about, you know, kids homeschooling, she needs surgery, like something going on and in, in marriage falling apart, all this stuff. And you know, a lot of that can feel like completely out of, out of control and, and you're just, you know, dealing with it. And the thing is like, we have seasons and we may have seasons where things are hard and we may have seasons where, you know, we cry easily and we may have seasons where it feels like making copies is the straw that broke the camel's back is, you know, just using my example again, but we have to learn how to not have those be the norm and how to really be aware enough of ourselves inside of what we're committing to and trying to do that we can approach things in a different way and not allow us not, I don't want to say allow ourselves, but not be derailed by one more thing being piled on the plate, right? Like we have to get to a point where we're in a space where that doesn't happen. And a part of how, you know, we have that not happen is like one of the most important things that I've really learned and perfected over the years is letting go of the, the concept that time is somehow finite and we don't have enough of it. Right. And this is a very, it's an Einstein way to look at time. I've talked about this before. I talk about it in my program as well. And, you know, working with them that I work with, but if you can make the shift to realizing that we are in creation of what we do with our time at any given time, and just hold with me for, for one minute here. So, you know, if we're creating our time, 
we suddenly have a lot more freedom because at any moment we can choose what we do with our time. And this has been what's really allowed me to, you know, when my son like bites me on going to school, this happened on Wednesday last week. And I, I'd actually like, I was meeting a client in town versus on, on zoom. And I had an appointment and I had like three banks to go to. And I just, I had stuff to do. Right. And he's like, I'm not going anywhere and I'm a hot mess. And then, nah. and so, you know, what allowed me to just breathe was being in that moment with him and, you know, being present and being able to create a like win-win for us where he agreed. I, I took one of the things off the plate. I said, okay, so how about we, you know, my appointment actually got rescheduled so that that helps. But I was like, so here, we're just going to go into town for this amount of time and you can get this as a result. And so we created like this win-win, but rather than me being, you know, yelling at him or, being super frustrated and upset and feeling like I had to just like not do any of the things I had planned that day. We were, I was able to come at it with a much more, I guess, presence, peace of mind, like more from a more calm place (laughs) and, and create something that worked for both of us. Right. And so you have to be able, willing, you know, to, step back enough, like take at least one thing off that plate and just be able to step back enough. Even if you feel like you can't, you can, I promise it's okay. You have permission (laughs) to take one thing off and you know, you've got to like, that's the small step. And then allowing yourself to be, take ownership of your time and what you want to create with it in that moment. And then like the deeper, bigger conversation that has to be had in the realm of overwhelm and you know, what we're what's driving that for us is really looking at, you know, where's our self-worth coming from? Where's our identity coming from? Where do we place value on ourselves? Because all of that is what's driving you to the point of overwhelm in the first place. Mic drop right there. So, you know, I know this is kind of deep and getting into heavy stuff, but I, I really challenge you to think about that this week and just think about yourself, not this week. I mean, it might take you years. Like it took me a long time (laughs) to figure all this stuff out. And so I'm giving you like the deep level of how do we go about really starting to change this because it's wired in us ladies, especially as busy, high performing, you know, overachieving women that we are, we're trying to do all the things and balance it all in one place. The other thing, and this will be on a podcast coming up in a couple of weeks, but in an interview I, I did, this came up and I actually shared about this on the, that post, but Simon Sinek, he's a author and has written a couple of books. Um, I think Brene Brown talks about this as well, but you know, he, Simon Sinek in particular talks about balance. Like we all, we all, there's this like idea of balance in our lives, right? That we're all out to achieve. where like, everything is an equal, whatever. And you know, we, we have enough time in every day to, to, do all the things well. And what Simon talks about is like, that's actually probably a figment of our imagination and like a, a pipe dream. That's not actually based in reality. <laughs> Let's just be honest here. There are going to be days where family takes priority. There are going to be days where your job needs to take priority. There's going to be days where you need to take priority. Don't forget that one. Like we have to take priority too. Right. And that's, a big part of what leads us to the point that you're, we're all at and probably part of what brought you to this podcast in the first place is that idea of selfless syndrome that we need to break through that and make ourselves important again so we can take care of everybody else. But what where we go wrong is when we get too skewed 
in one direction. So like certain days, you know, my kid is going to be more important than work. And certain days, like what I need to do is going to be more important than my kid. <laughs> it's just reality, right? Not like he's not important, but you guys get what I mean. Um, and so it's, it's the balance really comes in, you know, the teeter totter and like some days the teeter totter is going to go more in one direction and other days in the other direction. But overall, if you look at like the long term, we have this balance that's all interwoven together. And so, you know, and it can be seasonal, it can be, you know, there's going to be times where this is, is more occupying than something else, but like overall, we're just maintaining everything enough that we can find and say like, yeah, we have some balance. So hopefully all that makes sense. I know this was kind of deep and a lot. So I really hope that this conversation helps serve you, gets you thinking, just processing. I am here, <laughs> especially if you're still listening to this and like, Dr. Alex, I have no flippant idea where I'm supposed to find, you know, more time or decrease my overwhelm or get stuff off of my plate. Let's talk about that. So please reach out and connect with me. Um, my email keeps changing, but it's Dr. Alex at emergentwomencoaching.com. And, you know, shoot me an email, find me on social media, just get in touch. Like, I'm not here to sell you on anything. I'm here to help you. So if it helps to rattle off all the things that you have on your plate and just have a conversation where you maybe get some new perspective, that's like, honestly, that's the other piece that, that really has you be successful in starting to create a, a place where like, I don't feel overwhelmed anymore by how much I have going on. There's, it might be mod moments where I'm stressed or like I take on and I'm clear that I create it too, right? Like when I moved my entire platform in like three days of where I host everything, my website and my podcast and, you know, all of my emailing and like all that, I moved it all in three days, right? Like, did I have to do that? No, but I had a deadline because I didn't want to pay for all my other stuff again. And it was like a week. So, um, you know, be aware of where you're your own worst enemy. And, and if you need some outside perspective, like a lot of times where change and transformation and all of that occurs is when we have conversations that shift our perspective. And so I'm, my goal is always to do that, you know, in whatever medium we are connected on, whether it's through just this podcast or on social media or in working with me, because that is like the entire process that we do is about shifting that perspective and taking the blinders off so that we can see the things we couldn't even see before. And then from there, we're able to grow and change. So with that, I'm going to leave you and we will see you next week. Thank you for tuning in to Emerge, the health podcast for busy, high-performing women, where we provide you with the tools, information, and inspiration you need to transform from overwhelmed, overworked, and overweight to vibrant, energetic, and on fire. If you enjoyed the show, please head over to iTunes to subscribe and also leave us a review. Also, I don't want to be working with you on your health only once or twice a week. I want to be in this conversation and in the trenches with you every single day. I invite you to join me in the Emergent Women Community Group on Facebook for the chance to interact with me live once a week and even more information, inspiration, and motivation to transform your health and become the vibrant, energetic, and on-fire version of yourself we all know is under there. Until next time, remember to keep putting yourself first so that you can better serve the ones you love and the things you are passionate about. Mm -hmm.